0: Talk cheese. recorded live. Amen, amen. I got so much confidence in you. Who do you have confidence in? In God, Jesus. Amen, amen. We thank God again for all of your gifts. Amen. Just know that all of your gifts are um, used for the upbuilding of the kingdom. Amen. Amen. The people of the church. Amen. Amen. We want to thank God for all of those that's joining in with us on Talk to. You. Amen. Amen. Here at Missionaries for Christ, we are excited about Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Amen. 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 So again, we, we thank God. We thank God because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. And the Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. amen. We want to say to those that are listening in on Talk to you, if you want to be a part of this service and giving, Amen. You could also give us our website at www.mfccwrc.amen.com. Amen. And there you could give your gift. Amen. 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 Or you could, if you don't like the internet, you could send it uh, uh, via PO Box four one five Chicago Heights, Illinois six zero four one two Amen. Or you could also send it right here to the church. Amen. At thirty-one thirteen West Seventy-first Street, Chicago, Illinois six zero six two nine. Amen. Amen. Again, here at Missionaries for Christ, we are excited how about Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It is time for the Word of God. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, "How could they hear without a preacher, Amen. and how could they preach except they be sent?" Amen. And we already declared that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god amen Amen. and the more we hear god's word the more our faith grows amen Amen. and and, 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 and one day we're going to teach about um our faith being justified amen amen Amen. Amen. our faith justifies us amen Amen. and the more we have faith the more faith we have the more justified we are and we don't have to prove ourselves to men amen Amen. because we're proven by god Amen. Amen. So, uh, I'm going to ask that everybody would stand to your feet. Amen. Amen. I got the day on. Amen. Amen. And Amen. prophet is going to preach. Amen. I like to introduce the some and present the other. Amen. None other than my wife. Amen. 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 prophet is coming. God, we thank you. We praise you. we magnify you.
1: God, we glorify you. We lift you up. God, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that you would speak to us. and speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made, and the Bible instructs us to rejoice and be glad. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, but every time God gives us an opportunity to open up our eyes and have the activity of our land, that's an opportunity to be glad. Amen. Amen. Our scripture this morning
0: comes out of the book of. James, and I'm going to read for your hearing um, the fourth chapter of James, verse number eight. And it simply says, Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands. Pardon?
1: Cleanse your hands, ye you sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. And if you go back to James,
0: the first chapter,
1: in verse 8 as twelve, A double-minded man is unstable in his ways. And so this morning, I just want to talk about waiting thoughts. Amen. Waiting thoughts. Amen. <laughs> he may be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. As I began to think about this message and what I would say today, I began to just kind of think about one of the issues that people that we have today in today's society is that people are double-minded. Amen. Their thoughts are weighted. One minute they're going in this direction. The next minute they're going in that direction. With they, whichever way the wind blows the harder, a lot of times that's the direction in which people go. But we as the children of God have a responsibility. Um the Bible explicitly talks about being double-minded um, in one way or another, and He, God has his word set out to tell us that being double-minded is not a way or a will of God for you as his children. Um, I think it's in one of the Gospels where it talks about he, he either wants you to be hot or to be cold. He says you look warm, I'm going to stir you out. A lot of times we, as people of God, we don't mind being mediocre. We don't mind being okay, just you know. We don't want to be all the way on this side, or we don't want to be on that side. We just need to be mediocre. We want to be straddled between. As children of God, that is not a way that we can walk and accomplish not only the will of God for our life, but even to be able to accomplish some of the greatest things we desire yes. in life. If you're double minded, you cannot enter into a place where you can truly hear the voice of the Lord. Because what happens is those voices get mixed up. You think you're hearing God's voice, but because you're operating in mediocrity, you don't know which voice you're listening to. And you find yourself caught up in things of this world. You find yourself caught up in bad circumstances and bad situations. So we have to be cautious about our thinking. It says, a double-minded man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's almost like I remember in the old days, Mm -hmm. he called people 2 faces. You're my friend on this side, but then when everybody else come around, you're not my friend, you know, a two-faced or a backstabber. Those are people that you don't want to hang around with. Uh, Even if you're not in the body of Christ, when you're hanging in the world, you don't want to hang around the backstabbers. Right. You don't want to hang around the two-faced people. You, want to, you don't want to hang around the people that are uh, laughing in your face and talk about you behind your back. Amen. God don't want to be bothered with those people either. Amen. In the body of Christ, he don't want us to be saved and sanctified and holy on Sunday. Yeah. And we are and fighting and going crazy and doing what we want to do Monday through Saturday. Amen. He don't want us to be uncommitted yeah. to his walk. See, when you make a commitment to accept God as your personal Savior and say you're going all the way with him, that means that when Sunday comes and he's worship, you should be here. Uh-huh. Okay? Double-minded people have the, well, you know, I'm tired today. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's cold. That means you're not committed to God. That's right. You're not committed to the ways of God. Uh You're double-minded because guess what? You allow the things of this world to consume you. I remember as a child on Saturday, we prepared for Sunday Uh because the Sabbath day was God's day. And it didn't matter from hell or high water, the Sabbath was God's day. That's right. And that day was set aside. Uh And even when my children were children, we smaller. When they were, if they didn't go to church on Sunday, they didn't do nothing else. Mm-hmm. They stayed in the house. Same rule. when you don't go to school, you don't do nothing else. You stay in the house. Mm-hmm. If you cannot, you in so much pain or you're so sick or you so whatever that you can't come and give God. He asked you for a, for a Saturday. He asked you for one day. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, remember, the Saturday to keep it holy. He asked us for one day. Yeah, You can't give him one day. Mm-hmm. And he going to give you six days to do what you want to do. That's right. You know, that doesn't make sense. He said, oh, the Lord, I've been praying, and God will hear my prayer. Mm-hmm. I've been asking God to heal my body. Mm-hmm. I've been, You can't kind of be begging. You're begging seven days a week, and mm-hmm. you can't give him one of the seven days. Right? Amen. A double-minded man one of the reasons why we're mad is because our society, instead of us being the salt of the earth and forcing the society to follow us, we began to follow the throne. Right. So we want to do the things of the world. It baffles my mind when I see Christians uh-huh. having parties on Sunday. It baffles me when I see Christians uh, shutting down a Bible study for the whole month of December because it's Christmas month. Mm. It. thinking pattern is developed, a lot of times those things that we pull in are not the things that follow the way of God. Uh Because when we develop a lot of things, and don't get me wrong, I love grandma and them, I love mama and them, uh, as long as I live. But some of their thought patterns were not necessarily the worst. They were just the way that they were able to make it. Doesn't mean that we should negate what they have taught us. But simply means that when we learn better about it, we should do better. That's right. I told you about a story once before about the lady who used to cut the blood off the ham. And I husband said, why you cut the blood off the ham? He said, well, Grandma cut the blood off the ham. So, asked, Grandma, Grandma, why you cut the blood off the ham? Because my mama cut the blood off the ham. So, finally, right when you get to the last person, said, why did you cut the blood off the ham? Said, because the ham was not fit the pan. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, my, my point is that you know, I'm not negating or kicking to the curb what they have taught us. Uh-huh. I'm simply saying that some of the stuff that they taught us well, their survival mechanism uh-huh. was just don't necessarily work for us now because we can go back in the Amen. So we have to learn and study the Word of God so that our thinking can change. Yes. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is food. Yes. Right. So it's important that once we come into the family of Christ, once we come into the Bible, then we need to read this one. Yes so that we don't be double-minded, yes. so that we don't think that we can live in any kind of condition and be, still call ourselves children of God. Um, I'll never forget that was a lady who uh, was appointed uh, a high position in the church, and <clears throat> me, the pastor was not aware of the fact that the person that the lady had been living with all these kids was not on mm. But, you know, it's like every time you hear them, you need to do them again. You're going to assume that they were married. You know, and so you come come back into something. But the word of God, as we were talking about this morning, because the marriage is not something that is uh, pushed or emphasized through the teaching in our churches these days, people can live in those kind of relationships and be comfortable with coming to church on Sunday and feel like that's the right thing. Again, you're in a double-minded state because the Bible tells us that that's it. A lot. Right. We have to be cautious in our thinking because our thinking dictates our behavior. Damn. Um a thought can occur in your mind, and that thought will lead you to do whatever it is that that comes up. Yeah. Advertisers use it on a regular basis. You're sitting at home watching TV, and when you show this nice juicy burger, they got the juice running off of it. Now you know what they got to do with is that uh them ghost fries. Oh my goodness, with that jalapeno and all, and I'm just, like, man! So I had to give me some of them go fries, okay? Because what happened? They sat there and they planted that seed in my mind. Yeah. Now it's up to me, whether I'm gonna follow what has been planted, or am I gonna just walk away from them fat French fries that's gonna add all these extra pounds? Well, I was guilty. I followed. I went get some go fries. So that's how things happen to us on a regular basis. Right. The right. So thought comes into our mind, but we have to decide, are we going to act on that thought, or are we not going to act? Yeah. This is a choice. Um, I was talking, uh, I think it was Justin and I, we were talking about people uh, who who try to live this alternative lifestyle. And say that the Lord loves me, He does love you, and that He made me like this and all this kind of stuff. And we all those, there's the, a the, the, the demon Sometimes that is that accumulates and creates that particular feeling and thought in that individual to make them think that that's where they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's still that person's choice. That's right. Whether they're going to follow that demon or they're going to do what they think is right right to do. That's right. It's a choice. God gives us free will to choose good or evil, to choose right or wrong. There's no in-between, but we want to make an in-between. So I said, oh, you can't see, that's good. You can be average. No, average is unacceptable. We are not average people. So why are we living an average lifestyle? Why are we accepting average things? Uh, we go around and we tell people, we say, well, you know, it's okay because, you know, you can do it like this because Mama dad and this happened.'" how he was talking to a friend of his who used to be a part of the the drug arena and the gang and all that kind of stuff and said, you know, once you left that corner and decided that you was no longer going to work that corner, you can't go back to that corner because you no longer own that corner. Well, that's, that's the same thing in our lives. It may not be a drug corner. But once you come into Christ and you say, I want to be saved, you lift your hands up and you receive the Lord Jesus, you can't go back to drinking. You can't go back to holding. You can't. When well, you go back, you don't get in. And guess what it does? It makes more demons come. Here's a scripture that talks about the demons come seven times greater. So you know what happens? You get sicker. Mm. More stuff start happening to you. Mm. Some people not here because they can't stand the walk the white right line. Mm. You came in with your hands up and say Jesus, I want you. And you start walking toward Jesus. And then, told Jesus started making you feel good, then you went back and said, Yeah, well, I'm gonna hang over here with the ball. on you over there. Like smoke. That's right. And the guys that put them in, they got kill coming out. upside happens, and guess what happens? When you get there, everything looks bigger than the world. Like, oh my God! But when you're over here, don't mean we don't have no problems. Uh-huh. But the problems can be
0: minute.
1: Yeah. Sometimes they knock us down hard and make us skin our knees. Mm. We can put a mandate on them and keep it moving. That's right. My word to you today is no waver.
0: Yeah.
1: Wavering is not good. You're right. Have you ever been out on the boat? Or when you get on the boat and the boat, the waves start getting a little uh, high, and the boat start moving around too much, you might get seasick. So when you waver in spirit, Mm -hmm. you don't get
0: seasick. I don't know about you, but I don't
1: like seasick. I can't stand to read on the bus, because when I get on the school bus, and i be rad to make me sick in the summer, I can't stand to, so I don't like being sick. We as children of God should not like being sick. That's right. Proverbs 16 and 3 tells us to commit our
0: thoughts
1: unto the Lord. Yes. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Tell us to commit our thoughts and our ways unto the Lord. Yes. It, I mean, I'm sorry, it's Proverbs 12 and 5. We need to commit them to the Father. Yes. Once we commit them to the Father, the Father then will help lead and direct us. Sometimes we don't know which way to go and what to do. But I guarantee you, if you're not wavering and you're standing firm on God's word, God will lead you and guide you. In words that I'll never leave you nor know will I forsake you. He's always there. Even when we're over there doing the food, mm-hmm. God is still right there with us. He hasn't forgotten about us, and He will even give us a chance while we're doing the fool to get straightened out. That's the kind of God we serve. He can straighten you out in the midst of being a fool. Uh, I remember the story of a, a testimony of a young lady, um, the singer. Proverbs was that the thought of the righteous are right. But the counsel of the wicked are deceit, the words of the wicked are a lie, are to lie and wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Yeah. Okay, so, uh <laughs> the thoughts of the righteous, okay? That my point was about the thoughts of the righteous is important. Mm-hmm. okay? It says the thoughts of the righteous are right. That's those of us that are following after him. He will help our thoughts be pure. He will help our thoughts be upright. He will help our thoughts be focused on things that we need to follow and not following the the wicked one, not following the dark, not following the tall, brown cup of tea, Mm. but following the will and the way of God. Sometimes following his will and his way is not comfortable, but he will give you comfortability as you're walking. He will keep you as you're walking. That's right. Proverbs 16 and... Three tells us, commit thy work unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Again, connecting the idea that your thoughts are going to be taken care of, He's going to help you not think about things that are not that are ungodly. Long as you're committing yourself to Him, yeah. committing your ways to Him. Sometimes you have to say, "That's not." Uh, uh, my friend said, so "That's not my thought. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are lovely, pure, and of good report. I think of things that are of God." So you have to just pull yourself back and say, "Uh uh-uh. uh that's not what I'm going to think. Sometimes we say, oh, you know, that's not what I'm going to say because that's not holy. Uh-huh. That's, that's not a good word. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to think about it. you see somebody walking down the street and you want to say something about, uh uh-uh, nope. When I get done, they're still a child of God. Uh-huh. No matter what they look like, what they smell like, where they've been, they still belong to the Lord. And I have to make my thoughts be pure. I have to make my thoughts be righteous. That's a choice that you make. Yeah. That is your choice. You don't have to follow the thoughts that come in your mind. I did not have to follow that thoughts to go to Wendy's and get them those friends. Mm-hmm. Got a guest on that home in the refrigerator right now. Didn't need them, just wanted of The thought came and I acted on the thought. Think about how many people, even with the, the murder rates and stuff that we have in society today, how many people are acting on this thought? Uh-huh. Not considering the thought, it just come there and I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. And causes so much bloodshed, causes so much heartache among our nation. We have to be careful about ourselves. We don't want to have weight thoughts. God made everything in two extremes. He made an up and a down. Mm-hmm. He made light and darkness. There's no in between. There's no grace. We created grace, but there's no grace. You know, we don't, want to be wave, but we don't want to be that middle because that's not where God would have us to be. That's right. When we commit ourselves to Him, when we commit ourselves to Him, mm-hmm. we won't be waiting. That's right. Because when the enemy comes and he try to make us think about things that's not God, trying to lead and direct us in directions that don't lead us to the way of God for our lives, we can step out of the way and not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Uh, I heard the story of a man who had uh, gotten a, uh, a Instagram or a Facebook message. I'm a lady who wants to be his, his friend. So, okay, well, you know, you be friends with everybody. It's no big deal one way or the other. Then the lady, I want to talk to you about my husband. Now you, you know, you got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Are you going to walk into that uh, trap? Mm. Or are you going to be wise and say, well, you know what? Why don't you and your husband talk to your past? <laughs> you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? We got to be wise. Uh-huh. Because the enemy is cunning, he's cunningly trying to trick us up, trying to fool us, right. you know, make your best friends become we hate. Mm. You know, you'd be like, man, I'm a friend so a like, man, you might want well to do Matthew, you. why are you acting like a swag? They're uh-huh. like, no, smoke. man, you're, you know, and then keep on, and keep on trying to convince you because that's what the enemy want to do. Because yeah. if I get Matthew, not only is Matthew a crazy word, Matthew is the pastor's son. So guess what? I don't want a again. That's all we want to do is win. So every time we mess up and we waver, he, he gets to be, oh God said, yeah, I thought you thought Sister Jefferson was so great. <laughs> Let me show you what she'll do. Mm-hmm. But God is so forgiving. Yes. At the moment that you ask forgive, for forgiveness, he will forgive you and restore you. Doesn't mean you don't deal with consequences from what you've done, he still restores you and continues to love you the more. So I want to admonish you on today. Don't waver in your thoughts. Yes. Don't be mediocre. First, Peter tells us that we are a chosen generation. We are a holy nation. We are a royal priesthood. God created us like that. Yes. That's not just what the Muslims say. That's the world. Mm-hmm. We are a royal nation, yes. and we should walk like it. We should walk with our heads up, our chest stuck out, and we should not be in between, but we should be above. Yes. why? Because he made us above and not beneath. He made us the greater. Yes. He made us in his image. Oh, yeah.
0: That's the best you can be in the image of God. Amen. 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 So don't waver in your thoughts. Amen. 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 Don't waver in our thoughts. Amen. Amen. A double minded person, a man is unstable. Amen. amen. In all his ways. Amen. 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 But the Bible tells us that if we acknowledge God, amen he will direct our path amen amen tell us in all our ways Mm -hmm. to acknowledge god amen now is the time where uh decision time amen amen Amen. um i know that during election time they call it decision time but now is what we call decision time because it's the decision where uh you want to be born again you want to join the church amen this is the time where we even call it, Amen offering time. Amen. Well, we don't offer we don't bring our offerings put in the basket, but we offer Christ to you, my brother, my sister. Amen. You might be listening in on Talk Shoot today and you might say that I wanna I wanna know this Christ. I wanna know this man that could make my life better. This man that could change my thought pattern. Amen. I wanna be a part of the church, not just missionaries to Christ, but I wanna be part of the, the, the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The Bible said that the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Amen. God is waiting right now for you to come. Amen. The song said that He'll give you life and He'll give it to you abundantly. The Bible says it like this: that we are more than conquerors. And everybody—not more than a conqueror, but His people, the ones that give their life to Him—we are more than conquerors. We are. As Prophet has said, we are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen generation. And like I tell people on the baseball field, a lot of times, you ought to come and join the winning team. Amen. amen. On this team, we win. We do not lose. Amen. If you're listening in on Talk Show and you wanna become a Christian, Amen. All you gotta do, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Christ. From the grave you shall be saved, for it's with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So all you have to do is confess, I am a sinner, and I want to be saved. The Bible says that the day that you do that, God will come in and he will change your life. Amen. Amen. So if you're listening in on Talk to you. if you want to join, amen, in, in this Christian walk, just repeat after me, Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Save my soul. I want to be saved. I know that I'm a sinner, and I know that you can clean me up. And right now, you have been changed. Your life is rearranged. You have accepted Jesus as Lord of your life. Amen. 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 Come on, give God praise in the house. Amen. Amen. For those that are listening in on talk to you, God bless you. There's our prayer again. If you um, have joined the church, if you, if you have said that prayer and you mean it, if you want to contact us, you can call us at 773 340 1625. Amen. Or you could contact us uh, via email at, at mfcworc at atnt.net. Or you can contact us on, on Facebook at Missionaries for Christ. Or maybe you could just call us. on uh, go to our website at www.mfcworc. Com. Amen. Go to the visitor page and, and acknowledge us and then we'll get in contact with you. Amen. Just leave your information and we'll contact you back. Amen. Uh, here again at Missionaries of Christ. We are excited about Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Join us for our Bible class on tomorrow at 7 30. Amen. Let me let me retract that because we got meeting at 7 30. Join us at 8 30.